Chapter 17. One Wrong Step and You Fall to Your Death. Adam, Clancy, and Neff entered the first long tunnel of the maze, each step leading them further into darkness. A loud grinding as stones crushed against each other pounded on their eardrums. Adam looked up to see the walls next to him curve up and arch to meet in the center, closing over them. The grinding stopped with a dull thud. The last narrow ray of light vanished when the entrance slammed shut. I guess this Ninky Nanka guy is serious about keeping us in here, Clancy said, her voice sounding dull and far away in the pitch black. Clancy, will you find the flashlight? It's in my backpack. I don't know where you are. Hang on. Adam reached blindly into the dark, reaching nothing but air as he groped around, trying to find her. He reached to the side and turned just as Clancy's flapping hands found him by smacking him in the nose. Dah! Hey! That's my face! She giggled. <laughs> Sorry. Turn around now that I've found you. He felt tugging and pressure on the straps and heard the zipper. The thin beam of light hurt his eyes when she clicked it on. She moved it around to see him and Neff. We have light. Where now? I guess we keep going until we need to shoot down a wall or something, Adam said, trying to sound casual. <laughs> Whatever, Clancy said. And from her tone, it seemed clear she was rolling her eyes as she spoke. You can't wait to torch something with your fireball power. Adam tipped his head thoughtfully. Mm, pretty much. The long corridor extended straight before them as far as the light reached, and they hadn't come to any turns yet. Well, this maze isn't very tricky, Clancy said, sounding disappointed. It's nothing more than a hallway right now. Adam winced. He didn't want to ask the maze for any trouble. A hallway that just closed in on us, he pointed out. You can expect... A surprised, frightened scream together with a heavy jerk on his backpack interrupted him. He tried to turn to see what was going on, but he couldn't move. Something tugged on his back and pulled him down. Wrenching his neck, he looked over his shoulder to see Clancy's kicking, flailing lower half dangling through a trap door. Her arms twisted through his backpack straps. If she fell, she'd land in a bubbling lake of molten lava below. The radiant heat rose through the narrow trap door and stretched the skin on his face. He reached behind him to try and grab her, but he couldn't hold on. The heat made his sweaty hands slick. Neff, please! Adam begged, leaning forward and struggling to move away. Instead, he slipped closer. He looked around, but he couldn't see the Kelpie anywhere. The narrow opening broke apart with each move, enlarging the hole and drawing him closer. I'm, I'm losing my grip! Clancy screeched. She'd wrapped her wrist twice around one of his backpack straps, and he felt a jerk as it came unwrapped while she twisted in the air beneath him and dropped further. Only her slowly slipping fingers kept her from the boiling lava below. Neff suddenly appeared. He lowered his head and leapt over the expanding hole. In one graceful move, he bumped Adam over the hole and, with his teeth, grabbed Clancy by the back of her shirt and pulled her up. Adam skidded on his backside into the wall, while Clancy and Neff tumbled past him and crashed into some tree roots jutting from the rock barrier at the end of the passageway. He sat up with a shake of his head and watched in horror as the ground where they struggled a moment before dissolved into black dust and fell. The hole widened to fill a ten-foot square and stretched from one wall to the other. He sighed in relief, wiping the sweat from his brow. <sighs> well, no going back now, he said. Clancy sat up, wide-eyed as she watched the hole spread. Did, did that really happen? Adam snorted. <laughs> yeah, it happened. So do both of us a favor and don't dare the maze to give us any extra challenges, okay? Her face mottled red. Are you saying it's my fault some crazy person put a trapdoor over a lava lake? Hmm, kind of. 
he replied, standing to shake the dust from his pants. He found a fresh hole in his jeans along with a scraped and bloody knee. The moment you said it wasn't hard to get through, the maze tried to kill you. Coincidence? I think not. Clancy stood and stomped over to him. I don't know why you think you're some kind of expert in this, but I'm only here because of you. You dragged me into this. Now I almost get killed and it's all my fault? You're a world-class jerk, Adam Alfaro. Adam turned away as his own face burned. She didn't get it. Why he had just let himself think she'd become a friend. If I'm such a jerk, you can find your own way out of here. Good luck with that. Just take the map and go. Neff and I don't need you. Motioning at the Kelpie, he picked up the trident and looked around before walking away. They'd reached their first dead end. He aimed and pointed, but its humming stopped. He aimed and focused his thoughts, but he couldn't make the trident work. Now what? He complained. He examined the prongs to see if they were bent, if they'd been damaged when Neff knocked him to safety, but everything looked fine. Neff, I... He stopped himself. He wasn't about to admit in front of Clancy that he didn't know how to make it work this time, and then he realized the Kelpie wasn't by his side. Neff? Adam looked up. Neff stood next to Clancy, who stroked his long mane with a frown. He trudged back and grasped a strand of his tail so they could talk. What's going on? Are you coming? You really don't get it, land troll. And I thought you were different. Adam's forehead nodded. Well, what do you mean? I thought you understood magic. I do, he protested. At least he thought he did. He aimed the trident again after shaking it a couple times. Nothing. It won't work if you're being a jerk. It won't work if you're angry or mean. Part of magic is purity of heart. That's just one reason why the magic had to go into hiding. If you want out of here, Lantroll, you want that trident to work like it did before. You need to apologize. But she... Neff snorted and stomped, pulling away so Adam couldn't touch him. Adam sighed. He reached out to pet Neff, who took another step away and moved closer to Clancy. Okay, fine. He took a deep breath. <sighs> Clancy, I'm sorry I yelled at you. I I know you didn't fall into the trapdoor on purpose. You don't mean that. Adam huffed out some air and closed his eyes, trying to find it in him to really forgive her. I, I really am sorry. Can we please work together and try to get out of here? Then you can never talk to me again and pretend this all never happened. Clancy finally looked at him, pursing her lips. Good plan. She flung her long hair over her shoulder and patted Neff's hindquarters. She pulled her hand away and stared at it, confused. She slowly reached out to touch him again, and pulled her hand back as if she'd been burned. I don't know what just happened. A slow smile spread across Adam's face. Did your head suddenly fill with thoughts and you don't know where they came from? She nodded. Congratulations! You now speak, Kelpie. Clancy looked in stunned silence from him to Neff, whose eyes were fading to a dark green, and back to Adam. Really? She put her hand on his back and rubbed it gently while a sense of wonder shone from her face. Adam stepped forward to see if he could touch Neff again. The Kelpie held still and reached his long neck around to muzzle him. Adam grinned and scratched his nose. You humans are entertaining and annoying all at once. Can we get out of here now? Done, Adam nodded. Clancy grinned. I can't believe I heard that. Let's go!